Welcome to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. On today's show, we're recording our 700th show at the Minneapolis VA Medical Center. In a moment, we'll visit with uh, the Minneapolis VA Healthcare Systems Director, Pat Kelly. But first, it's time for Generally Speaking, a weekly message from the Adjutant General of the Minnesota National Guard, Major General Sean Mankey. Congratulations to Minnesota Military Radio on 700 shows. This is a significant milestone that wouldn't be possible without the unique and dedicated network of individuals and organizations across our state. With the support of iHeartMedia, the partnership of the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, the Minneapolis VA Medical Center, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon designated organizations, and the community that tunes into the program each week, Minnesota Military Radio continues to share the stories of Minnesota veterans and service members. The Minnesota Military Radio Network provides a platform of military-connected families to discover resources while allowing organizations like the Minnesota National Guard to keep the public informed of our activities. It is no accident that this program has grown into what it is today. Congratulations on 700 shows, and I look forward to hearing the hundreds more to come. Thank you, General Mankey. For more information, please go to minnesotamilitaryradio.com. So I said at the top, we're recording our 700th show, and uh, we have the uh, pleasure of being hosted by Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System in his office at the VA Medical Center here in Minneapolis. And Director Kelly is a retired uh, U.S. Navy captain, became director of the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System in June 2013 after serving uh, 28 years in the Navy. And uh, Director Kelly, uh, Thanks for hosting us today, and welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. Well, thanks. You know, it's not always nice sponsoring you over here in our medical center. This You've been here many, many times in the last 10 years, and, and uh, it's always a treat uh, for our staff and uh, hosting you here. Sir, it's more fun in your office because they're not poking me with needles or anything else. So <laughs> today's going to be a fun day, and as you heard from uh, General Mankey, uh, 700 shows over uh, just about 13 years, and uh, I checked this morning. We've been uh, having you or your researchers or your doctors or your people on the show for almost 10 years, and you've been on the show 95 times, sir. You know, that's that's pretty uh, pretty incredible. You know, I, first time, let me congratulate you on your 700th show. You know, I, I have very fond memories of your 500th show when we were up at, uh, I think we were up at Camp Ripley. We had a nice celebration and had a lot of uh, VIPs present and speech making and all and all, all very well deserved and and uh, more specifically for us what a, what a great way for us to get to your listeners and, and your military radio audience so great great asset for the Minneapolis VA you've been a great partner I want to thank you, uh, you I know you're going to do more shows but this 700 is a real uh, is is a real uh, indicator of your success in this in this work well, thank you, Director. Who'd have, who'd have known when we started we'd be still here 700 shows later and heard on 65 radio stations all over Minnesota. And that's a lot of listeners out mm-hmm. there that every time we have you on or one of your people on, we're educating them, showing where the resources, all the many resources is available right here at the Minneapolis VA. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good opportunity to educate your listeners on some of the programs and some of the... Um, some of the things that we try to highlight and, and, and want to bring them in to do. PACTAC might be one example, but there are a number of examples where you've uh, been a good voice for us in getting that word out, and it's, it's made a difference for us. So we're, we're very grateful. And, Director, we're going to talk about the PACTAC a little later, but uh, could you tell our listeners it's not just uh, the Minneapolis uh, VA Medical Center and the St. Cloud VA Medical Center. You've got uh, community-based outpatient clinics all over the place and a couple of them over in Wisconsin. Yeah, so we have 14 clinics throughout the uh, state of Minnesota and western Wisconsin. Four, four of them are in western Wisconsin, uh, almost all of which have been uh, refreshed, uh, 
new construction within the last five years. And, and in all of our clinics, we provide a, a, a core number of services, primary care, mental health, lots of telehealth in the VA, of course. That way our veterans don't have to drive from Hibbing down to Minneapolis to get their health care. And, and in many of our metro area clinics, we do other things. We do physical therapy, and we do eye exams and audiology exams. And so, uh, so yeah, uh, 13 clinics, four in western Wisconsin, nine in Minnesota, ranging from Albert Lee up to Ely in the Boundary Waters. We're speaking with Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System on Minnesota Military Radio. And, uh, Director, quite often over the last 10 years, I've asked you if you're wearing your hard hat today because there's construction projects everywhere. I know you've had some at your CBOX, the Community-Based Outpatient Center. The new specialty clinic is open, and there's a women's clinic coming up, right, sir? The women veterans. In fact, we have a women veterans appreciation event uh, here at our medical center coming up. So, yeah, that that project, that long-awaited project, uh, is scheduled to – we're going to put a shovel in the ground, if not later this fall, early in the spring when the ground thaws. The idea there, Tom, is that our women veterans are going to be able to come – into their own unique and separate building, individual drive-up for women veterans who can come in in that building, get most of their services in the women's veterans uh, clinic. And so, you know, uh, we've heard from women veterans over the years that sometimes they're not comfortable coming into the medical center. They, they, they like the idea of having a dedicated space for women veterans. And, of course, we have more and more women veterans. So it's, it's, a, it's a service that I am very much looking forward to and our, and our women veterans have earned. Well, and that's going to be a great one, and I hope we'll uh, we'll have maybe another live show from there if they let us in for an, for an hour to have a show when that happens. <laughs> Director, I got to ask you the question that I enjoy asking you every time: Are you hiring? There's a lot of activity with the PAC DAC. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. I'm sure you're still hiring, and uh, this is a great place to work with good yeah. benefits. Yeah. So the market has gotten better. I'm, I'm, you know, we're thankful for that. And so what we have seen over the last year or so is that a number of healthcare workers are coming back to work. And so, so hiring has been better. You know, one, one of the things maybe not as well understood with, with working for the government and the federal government, you know, the, the package of benefits that we afford uh, our employees is, is pretty remarkable. And I think unmatched, you know, in, in most private sector uh, work. So from ranging from, you know, 401ks to retirement plans to health plans to just a whole variety of educational benefits, uh, I think people should consider the B, working for the VA and the federal government. Again, I think salaries are competitive, benefits are unmatched. Good salaries, good benefits, and the opportunity to help take care of our veterans. Mm-hmm. What more could you ask for? It's a great mission. Director, uh, things are getting busy. We mentioned that uh, a little over a year ago, Congress passed an act that we refer to as the PACT Act, uh, and that's to cover uh, toxic exposures all the way back to Vietnam uh, the burn pits of the first Gulf War, the or the second or Afghanistan and Kuwait, and the oil wells from the first Gulf War. Uh, a lot of new veterans eligible for for coverage and service from your uh, hospital here. Yeah, we we do. We've done about sixty thousand toxic exposure screens in the last year. Uh, partnered with the VBA, incredibly strong partner. Enrolled a number of veterans in VA healthcare, and many of those veterans have had increased benefits. Uh, Director Graves can tell us a little bit more about those percentages and how many, but it's, it's been a remarkable uh, effort, very successful, but we still want veterans to get those benefits. So, so stay engaged, see your county veteran service officer, come see us. We, we want to get you settled for the benefits that our veterans rate. And Director of the PAC Act opened kind of a window for veterans to put in those uh, uh, claims, and we're going to talk about the claims with uh, Executive Director Kim Graves in the next segment. But that window is closed in August, uh, and I think it was extended a little bit. But that doesn't mean they can't put in claims. 
Absolutely. There were some benefits for having submitted your claims by the 30th of August and then by the 30th of September. But submit your claims anytime. Uh, The window's open, always. And so a veteran should do that. And anybody that's already uh, uh, out here and eligible to come to the Minneapolis VA healthcare system uh, can take a toxic exposure uh, uh, test mm-hmm. r- readily and pretty easily by just contacting their primary care doctor. Yeah, they, they can get that in conjunction with their appointment. And not just primary care. If you're here to see your uh, surgeon, we are doing toxic exposure screens in many, many of our clinics throughout the hospital. Okay, and so don't forget, uh, this is fall. Flu shots, COVID shots. What's gonna? It's coming. I know there's a schedule coming we, up in September, <laughs> October. We have scoot flu shots scheduled at all of our community-based clinics and here at the medical center. The first sort of walk-in clinic is the 28th of September, but this is a good time for veterans to get their flu shots. Uh, you know, most of them can get it actually for free at, at some of the partners, CVS and others. Uh, but but you know, if you come here, uh, you can get it in conjunction with your appointment. But you don't need to schedule an appointment. You can get here at some of our walk-in clinics, too. So, it's a, so Director, last yeah. year we got the flu shot in one arm and a COVID shot in the other. Is there, do we have to take those shots now coming up? Well, we might even give you an RSV shot if you come here, Tom. So, <laughs> oh, we'll, you know, no. we'll, we'll take care of you. But, yeah, <laughs> like we can it. get the flu shot and the COVID shot, which we haven't gotten yet, but we're getting any day now. Uh, we'll give you both at the same time. I like it better up here in your office because I'm not getting any <laughs> shots today, Director. Uh, we've got a good show coming up. We're going to talk to Kim Graves from the VBA, and we're also going to have a special call-in from the National VA Secretary, Dennis McDonough, in the third and fourth segments. So, Director, I'm hoping you can stay with us and help us with those segments, and uh, looking forward to all the information we're going to be able to pass along to our listeners today. Tom, you're here in my office. Where am I going to go? I'm with you for the duration. As <laughs> well, long as you don't right. throw me out, we'll be doing well, Director. <laughs> That was Director Pat Kelly from the uh, Minneapolis VA Medical Center on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. We're recording, as I said, our 700th show at the Minneapolis VA Medical Center. And Director Pat Kelly was with us on the first segment, and he's going to stick around for the rest of the show. And, uh, Director, we've got a special guest now that has a lot to do with the, the whole process of processing uh, claims and benefits. Well, Director Kim Graves has been a terrific partner of ours for, for many years now, and uh, she was appointed as the director of the Veterans Benefits Administration regional office here in October of 2014. So she oversees one of three pension management centers, one of eight uh, benefit eligibility support teams, and serves as the primary restricted access claim center for the VBA. Uh, she was selected as a veterans claims examiner at the, at the Lincoln, Nebraska regional office, that's her hometown, in 1991. Uh, she began her public service career way back in 1985 when she enlisted in the United States Army. Uh, we are really pleased to have uh, Director Graves on the show again. She's been a terrific partner of ours since 2014. So, Director Graves, welcome and thanks for being on the show. And thank you, Pat, for that great introduction. Tom, congratulations on 700 shows, and thank you for having me here, here with you today. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. I think the last time I saw you, you had me over at the VBA, and I was I was helping you put on a, a little show for your employees over there Abs- who work very hard processing claims. Absolutely, and they were so glad to have you there. That was a fun day, and, and uh, hopefully they'll let me back in the door someday in <laughs> case I need to go over there. Anytime. Uh Director Graves, uh, we want to talk. Uh, we started talking with uh, Director Kelly about the PACT Act, which was passed in August of uh, 2022, and it opened a window for processing for putting in claims that that closed about a year later. They can still put in claims. There was, I understand, there was a lot of activity across the nation and quite a bit of activity right here in Minnesota. 
Absolutely, Tom. Uh, and again, I just want to reaffirm, it is never too late to file that claim. So, And we'll talk a little more about that. But uh, we've been working hard here in Minnesota and across the country to make sure all of our veterans are getting the benefits that they've earned. Uh, since we began processing PACDOT claims uh, this past January 1st, we've been able to serve many veterans and their families. Right now, the most commonly granted condition for our Minnesota veterans is hypertension, which is related to Agent Orange exposure for our Vietnam veterans. Again, the PACDOT covers a wide range of periods of service and want to make sure that all of your listeners know that if you or anyone you know thinks you may be entitled, please reach out to us, your, your VSO, your County Veteran Service Officer, or visit us at va.gov slash PACT and make sure that you receive the benefits you've earned. And Director Graves, I want to just dig in just a little bit on the PACT Act. It's related to toxic exposures from our, our military uh, back to Vietnam, Agent Orange, the, burn, the uh, oil wells burning in, in the first Gulf War, uh, the burn pits, all of those things. And it seems like wherever we send our military, they're near or around something that's not, not healthy for them. That's, uh, that's one of the reasons they were able to pass the PACT Act to make sure that those veterans across all of those periods of service who have had those toxic exposures are getting the health care and benefits that they've earned. And, Director, one of the, when the Congress passed this act, one of the things that uh, I think you were concerned with, I know Director Kelly was, was getting the word out that this window is open. We're now covering some of these presumptive conditions. So I, I would imagine that you spent a lot of time trying to make sure that veterans understand that Come on and see us. Put in a claim. Absolutely. We've been working really hard on, on out, different outreach opportunities. Uh, we try to get out into the community so we can meet veterans and their families where they are. We don't want veterans to feel that they have to come all the way into the federal building here at, at Fort Snelling to get that assistance. We'll see you in the community, and there's lots of ways to get in touch with us, uh, both uh, online, by phone, or to walk in again to us or certainly with our county veteran service officers who are fabulous partners in making sure our veterans are getting what they, that they've earned and what they need. We're speaking with Director Kim Graves from the uh, Veterans Benefit Administration on Minnesota Military Radio. Director Kelly, uh, you and I have talked about this a lot of times, but if a veteran has an issue related to their military service, whether it's physical, mental, whatever it ha- happens to be, start with your county veteran service officer. You know, they're experts, and they're in your community. So 87 counties in our state have county veteran service officers. Many of the counties, a little bigger counties, Hennepin and others, have many county veteran service officers. So so they are, I think, your ticket. If, you, if you're frustrated sometimes dealing with the federal government, the bureaucracy, think it's hard to access the right people, know your county veteran service officer. They know the benefits. They know how to connect you. They're good partners of ours. Absolutely. And Director Graves, once they've filed a claim with the county veteran service officer, what you need to do from your office is make sure that that claim is properly documented. And I know that the veteran service officer organizations work with the veterans, such as DAV, American Legion, VFW, to help make sure that the documentation is there so that when it gets on your desk, gets on your people's desk, it's easy. Absolutely. And the more uh, the more information that we can get at that intake site, or at that, that intake process with the, the county veteran service officer or with the veteran him or herself, uh, it does make it uh, uh, go quicker on this end. But certainly if there's a piece of information missing or a piece of information that, that we need to best uh, uh, process that claim, we will reach out to the veteran or to this, the CVSO to try to get that information because we want to make sure that we're making the best possible decision as quickly 
uh, and as accurately as possible. And, Director, I know when I filed a claim, uh, it went easier when I worked with the DAV's claim representative because they knew the process, they knew what you needed, they knew enough so that we dug up the information that you needed, and then, then they could tell me what's going on. Uh, otherwise, a veteran's sitting at home and they're going, I need help. How can I get it? And, and uh, so if they work with the Veteran Service Organization's claim reps, it's, it helps the process. Absolutely. Uh, as, as Mr. Kelly said, uh, our CVSOs, our Veteran Service Organizations, they are fabulous partners, and we could not do our job without the work that they do in the community and directly working with our veterans to make sure that, as a team, we're getting every veteran the benefits they've earned. So it's easier for the veteran to work with the veteran uh, representative from the Veteran Service Organization, but if they don't and they want to talk to your office, how do, they, how do they contact you to find out what's going on? We have lots of ways for folks to get in touch with us. We have a national hotline, which is 1-800-827-1000. And we have a new process online. If you go to www.va.gov and look for VERA, V-E-R-A, the Veteran, or excuse me, Visitor Engagement Reporting Application, that VERA system will allow you to schedule either an online or in-person appointment with any of our offices. And again, the ability to do uh, an online appointment makes it so that veterans don't have to physically leave their home and come find parking and do all of those things. We're able to reach out uh, online, over the phone, and help them as best we can. And, Director, just a, just a wild guess, how many employees do you have at VBA, and how many claims are you, are you working on at any given time? Well, we, we are hiring. Uh, as, as Mr. Kelly said, we are continuing to hire. So if uh, we're looking for dynamic folks who want to come in and serve their country and uh, be part of keeping our nation's promise, visit us at www.usajobs.gov and, and apply. But uh, we have about uh, around 900 employees. And again, we, we serve not only Minnesota veterans, but veterans from across the country. Uh, so any day we have many, many claims at play. Uh, we have a system that allows us to keep every employee fully engaged uh, and working to the to the top of their skill level. So you're you're dealing with thousands and thousands of claims and always trying to work through those backlogs and and get everything done. Absolutely, we work as a team across the country to make sure every veteran gets great service. So for our listeners out there, if you want to help veterans and and help process claims. Uh, get a hold of, go to www.va.gov and, and join the team over at the Veterans Benefit Administration. And Director Graves, we've got about a minute left, but I, I want to ask you something. Last time I was over there, uh, we were I was reminding your employees who were tuned in that on the other end of every claim, might be thousands and thousands of them, but on the other end of every claim, there's one veteran sitting at home having some kind of distress from a physical or mental problem, wondering where they can get help. And I was encouraging your people to process one more claim every day. What would you tell that veteran that's sitting at home alone wondering, am I ever going to get help? Yeah. Well, I I will say that about 55% of our employees are veterans themselves. And many, many more have family members who are veterans. So we, we understand and we are working as hard as we can to make sure every veteran is served. But if you have questions, contact us at the, at the, uh, the phone number we gave or at www.va.gov or reach out to your county veteran service officer. They will work with us and we will get you the answers that you need. Director, I'd like to thank you for taking time to join us today on Minnesota Military Radio for our 700 show. Thank you for having me.
And Director Kelly, uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to the National VA Secretary and uh, talk more about the PACT Act and and what that's caused uh, the system-wide all across the United States to help our veterans. Uh, This is Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. As I said at the opening, we're recording our 700th show at the Minneapolis VA Medical Center, and we've been visiting with Director Pat Kelly and uh, Executive Director Kim Graves from the VBA. And Director Kelly, uh, we've had uh, we had a good start to this, and we're digging into the PACT Act and some other things, but we've got a very special guest coming up. Would you like to introduce him? Yeah, the best is yet to come. So we, we have the Honorable Dennis McDonough, who was nominated by President Biden to lead the Department of Veterans Affairs and was confirmed by the United States Senate on February 8th of 2021. Uh, he was sworn in the following day as the 11th Secretary of Veterans Affairs. Uh, Secretary McDonough has served in many, many distinguished roles in his career, maybe most famously or most well-known as the uh, ch- uh, chief of staff for President Obama the 20, uh, the, in the, uh, from February 2013 to January 2017. Uh, Secretary McDonough is a Minnesotan, so he grew up in Stillwater, Minnesota, in a family of 11 children, uh, graduated from St. John's where he was a, played uh, football for John Gallardi up there. Earned his master's degree from Georgetown University, and Secretary McDonough and his wife, Carrie, uh, have three children. We are extremely pleased to have Secretary McDonough on this show. So, sir, thanks for joining us. Pat, thanks for the nice, generous introduction. And let me just say, I know Kim's on there with you, uh, Pat. Uh, I so uh, appreciate the opportunity to work with, with Pat Kelly and Kim Graves, two of the finest public servants that we have in the United States federal workforce. And so... Thank you guys for all you do, and I'm really glad to be on the show with you, Tom. Secretary McDonough, I appreciate you taking some time to call in today, and when we were talking about your credentials, kind of the most important thing I heard there is you're a St. Johnny. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a proud Johnny. I'm, uh, I have you know 10 brothers and sisters, and uh, I have two brothers who are Johnnies, and then we have another one uh, who we disown, but he, he's a Tommy. So, uh, but... Uh, the rest of them, uh, you know, went to college in uh, Wisconsin, and you know, they had to go over there and straighten the cheese eaters out a little bit, and, and then they came back. So, well, sir, we're pleased to have uh, one of our own, a St. Johnny, out there in charge of the VA. Great big job, and I want to open up with a question. Suicide uh, Prevention Month was September, and uh, Congress passed a, a law called the Compact Act. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the Compact Act is really important, Tom, and. Uh, first of all, I just want to say to every veteran out there, uh, it's natural to feel, uh, especially coming out of the pandemic and uh, confronting some of the things that we all confront, uh, that's natural to uh, want to get some help. And we're here at VA to help, and we're here to help in a lot of different ways. The one that you asked about is a new law that's called the Compact Act. The name of it doesn't matter, but the concept of it does. And it says simply that if you're a veteran and you need uh, emergency care uh, for a mental health crisis, you can go to any hospital or come to any of our hospitals and we'll make sure that we get you care today, whether you're enrolled at VA or not. And the fact is that since we started doing this, about 32,500 veterans, just short of that, have availed themselves of this new support. So if you're ever feeling that you need to see a provider, if you're in a crisis, uh, you can 
go to any hospital, whether you're enrolled in VA or not, and we'll get it. Uh, we'll get you the care. And we'll get it paid for. You don't have to worry about co-pays or money or any of that. The second thing is maybe you're uh, a distance from a home from a hospital. Big state, Minnesota, and you know we don't have uh, there's regions where hospitals a long way away. So there, we'd like to just ask you to call nine eight eight. If you're in crisis, just dial nine eight eight, and then as a veteran, just press one, and we'll get you connected to a mental health professional if you're in crisis. And we can also get you not only connected to a mental health professional, but we can get you uh, seen by a mental health professional. The third thing I'd just say is maybe you're not in crisis now. Maybe you're a family. Maybe you're a family member, and you're worried about your veteran, or you just want to be prepared in the event there might be a crisis. Which case, just go to va.gov forward slash reach. That's va.gov forward slash r e a c h, and there you'll get some information about uh, best practices, about things to do to prepare for a crisis, about uh, services available from VA and other places uh, to prepare uh, in the event that you find your 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 veteran, you find yourself in crisis. Take a couple minutes now to prepare for that. So those are three ways, including the PACT Act, dialing us at 988 and then pressing 1, or else visiting us at va.gov forward slash reach. And we'll make sure that we get you connected to the care that you've earned, right? This is uh, this, this is a care that's available to you uh, because you did such a amazing thing by signing up to serve and defend the United States of America. Thank you, sir. We're speaking with uh, the VA Secretary Dennis McDonough on Minnesota Military Radio. And, uh, sir, I want to talk a little bit about the PACT Act. In August of 22, Congress passed uh, what's been called the big, biggest expansion of veteran health care and benefits in decades and uh, a major bill dealing with toxic exposures going back to Agent Orange in Vietnam, the burning oil wells of the first Gulf War, and the burn pits in Kuwait and Afghanistan. This is some major legislation that has to have caused uh, uh, the VA system, uh, system-wide, uh, a little uh, shockwaves. How are you going to deal with all of these veterans that are filing claims? Yeah, you know, it, it has... Uh resulted in shockwaves. But you know what, Tom? We really wanted this law to pass. We really wanted the president to sign it because we learned a lesson from our Vietnam vets, that is to say you, Tom, and all of your battle buddies. Because you had to wait too long to get access to care after exposure to Agent Orange. And we were determined to make sure that that was not the case here with the veterans of wars in Kuwait, uh, veterans who had deployed to Saudi Arabia, Syria, Yemen, Somalia, places like Uzbekistan and Pakistan, and then, of course, Iraq and Afghanistan. So the new law says two things, very importantly. To Vietnam veterans, it says, if you're exposed to Agent Orange, Vietnam veteran, and today you have hypertension, that is to say high blood pressure, we can connect your high blood pressure to that Agent Orange exposure so we can get you additional care and benefit. If you're a veteran uh, who served in Central Command, so many of our Minnesota 
Red Bulls did over those 30 years of war, going back to the first Gulf War when we liberated Kuwait from Saddam Hussein, and then going all the way through the summer of 2021 when the last troops left Afghanistan. If you're one of the 4 million troopers who served in that big swath of uh, region where we had 30 years of war, it says to you, please file a claim because your exposure to sandstorms and particulate matter in those sandstorms and then toxins from the burn pit at all those uh, bases and fobs and uh, facilities across Central Command, we can get you service connection for a number of conditions, meaning if you have those conditions and you served in Central Command, we can get you additional care and additional benefits. So please file a claim with us at va.gov forward slash PAC. It's a really important thing. And so far in Minnesota, about 15,000 Minnesotans have filed claims. That's a lot, but there's a lot of more Minnesotans who we know are eligible. And we're hoping that when they hear about this, if you're a vet, you served in Central Command from 1991 to 2021, please file a claim. If you're a Vietnam vet, you're exposed to Agent Orange, you got high blood pressure today, please file a claim. Over 1 million veterans across the country have filed PACT Act related claims since the president signed that bill into law last August, 2022. We know that there's millions more that we can serve, Tom, so we're really grateful for the opportunity to make sure that uh, the listeners of Minnesota Military Radio hear this, come see us, file a claim. Thank you, Mr. <clears throat> Thank you, Mr. Secretary. We have to take a short break. When we come back, we'll speak more with uh, the VA Secretary Dennis McDonough on Minnesota Military Radio. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Minnesota Military Radio. I'm your host, Tom Lyons. I'm in the, uh, over at the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System or Minneapolis VA Medical Center with Director Kelly in his office and Director uh, Graves uh, from the VBA. Uh, we've talked to them, and uh, the big topic today, Director Kelly, is a PACT Act. When I, I hope when Congress passed that, the biggest expansion of veteran health care and benefits in decades, that Congress knew it was going to have a huge impact on the on the VA system system-wide because not only we've got more people eligible, but you've got to figure out how to process the claims and how to take care of them. Yeah, you know, they're, they're, and thankfully that has been the case, Tom. We have seen more veterans, and we have enrolled more veterans, and we've done 55,000 toxic exposure screens. Uh, that's all good. I mean, that's our job. And so to the extent that we get veterans who rate services based on their service, uh, that's our job. And so, so yeah, it's, it's resulted in some additional stress on the system, but that's what we do. We're here to serve veterans, so, so that's okay. And Secretary McDonough, once they pass that act, then, the, then you've got uh, work to do. Uh, number two, Congress has to come back in and fund it uh, after they figure out uh, how much uh, that's going to impact the, the VA system countrywide. And then you've got to staff up for it. I'll, I'll bet you've been pretty busy since that act passed. Yeah, we, we really have, Tom. And, and you know, let, let me just pile on real quick uh, something that Pat said. Uh, remember what this act does doesn't create new work. What it does is it recognizes that we have millions of veterans who have earned access to benefits and to care that we had not recognized heretofore. So what we're doing is we're making sure that veterans get 
precisely what they have earned. So that's really important to us. So we have seen uh, significantly more claims filed this year than last year. And so veterans are going to hear over the course of this year uh, that the number of claims are historic highs. They may even hear that the backlog of claims is going up. We understand that's going to happen, and we have a plan to address it. Going back to 2021, we've been hiring up. Leaders like Kim Graves have been recruiting and adding personnel at VBA so we can handle this influx of additional claims. So the VBA workforce has grown by 5,572 employees just in the last year. And our total workforce now is 31,000, over 31,000 employees. So we're getting them trained up. They're working and they're cranking on getting those decisions made. And so as a result, we this year will process more claims than we ever have ever before. And we're processing those claims more quickly than we ever have before. The result so far is PACT Act claims have resulted in $2.2 billion of awarded benefits. Now, the same is true, as you say, Tom, about access to care, because once you get a service connection, then you get your care, then you go across the street there and you go see Pat at the VA hospital, or you see one of our clinics. You know, I visited one of our, our great clinics down in Albert Lee. I visited one of our great clinics in Mankato when I was home earlier this year. And there at VHA, we do have more enrollees in the system. And that's what we want. We have a plan for that too. We planned to hire 52,000 new clinicians at VHA this year. Fact is, we exceeded that goal. We hired 54,056 new personnel over at VHA. So uh, a lot of this, frankly, is because Congress has been generous to us to allow us to hire, to pay more market-based salaries to our providers and to our leaders, like Kim and like Pat. But it's also because, you know what? People want to work for our veterans. People want to work for people like you, Tom, and people like Pat. He's a vet, too. And uh, when people know that VA is hiring, they want to come work with us because they want to work for you. So anybody who's hearing this, please uh, come uh, sign up with us. You know, we got CBOX up there in Bemidji. You know, that's a CBOX is a community-based outpatient clinic. So we got them as far north as Bemidji uh, and Brainerd. Uh, then, you know, we have them uh, all over the north part of the outstate, all over the south and west part of the state, and then, of course, all over the cities. We're speaking with the VA uh, uh, Secretary Dennis McDonough on Minnesota Military Rec- uh, Radio. Mr. Secretary, a uh, quick question about Congress. Do you think they realized uh, what this expansion was going to do and, and uh, how many veterans it was going to impact, or has that been a little surprise? No, you know what? I think Congress, to their great good credit, is good, strong, bipartisan majorities uh, voted for this. You know, you got people like Senator uh, Klobuchar. She's been fighting for this uh, for a long time because you know Why? Uh, Minnesota, well, especially that Minnesota Guard unit, the Red Bull, uh, but also uh, 
you know, uh, non-reserve, you know, uh, active duty uh, Minnesotans deployed into Central Command at very high rates. So our, your members of Congress have been hearing about this for a long time. Republicans and Democrats uh, voted for this. And big parts of it at our request uh, included in that new law allow us to hire more quickly, allow us to pay uh, more generously, uh, and allow us to make sure that we get the training of all these folks uh, up and running. And so, um, yeah, Congress, was I think, was aware of this. They're funding it uh, inside the bill. And we hope that, you know, all this stuff that's going on now uh, and will be going on, you know, for the next several weeks gets worked out in Washington. But in any case, we're going to be providing care and benefits to our veterans. Mr. Secretary, every time I have Director Kelly on the show, I always have a question for him. Are you hiring? We were talking this morning about uh, if you wanted to go to work for the VA healthcare system, these are good jobs, good pay, good benefits, and you get to take care of and help our veterans. Uh, is, I'm sure that uh, you're telling everybody all across the country about these jobs. You know, we've, we've made hiring our number one priority this year. Um, we just said for uh, fiscal year 23 and for calendar year 23, we said – we all got this new authority. We've got new money. Uh, the new authority is the ability to take care of those Vietnam vets and those Central Command vets who are exposed to toxins. Now we just need those great Americans to come work with us to get it done. And we've hit those targets on hiring. And you know what? We're still hiring. So Kim over at VBA, uh, Director Graves, she's looking for good Minnesotans to join those jobs at VBA. Uh, Pat at VHA, the Veterans Health Administration, he's also still hiring. So please uh, come join us. There's no better workforce in the federal government, and there's no better mission than to care for our heroes. Mr. Secretary, we just got a short period of time left, less, uh, less than two minutes. What challenges are you looking for in the next year? Look, I think there are two big challenges. One is to make sure that we manage this influx of claims. Uh, and we manage them in a timely way. You know, we got some vets who are coming back to us for the first time. Maybe they had a bad experience with us before, so they're coming back. We want to make sure that we really hit the target with them. The second thing is, you know what, we have some vets, uh, like all of us, still coming out of the isolation of the pandemic time. So we may have, you know, slightly more complicated healthcare situations, or maybe that isolation led to increases in anxiety or mental health challenges. But we want to say to all our vets, hey, even if you haven't seen us for a while, come see us. We work for you. We want to provide you care. So those are two big challenges for us in the next year. But you know what? Those are what we all signed up to do, to get an opportunity to care for our vets. Mr. Secretary, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to call in on this special 700th edition of Minnesota Military Radio. Appreciate it very much. Tom, I appreciate you. And let me just say one more time to you and all of our fellow, all your fellow Vietnam vets in Minnesota. Something you never, you didn't hear enough of, which is welcome home. And thank you on behalf of a grateful nation for your safe, your uh, amazing sacrifice for us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That was VA Secretary Dennis McDonough. And, and uh, we're here with uh, Director Kelly in his office and Director Graves. I'd like to Thank both of you for taking the time to join us on this show, and it's a, it's a, it's a real pleasure.
to be able to celebrate the 700 show right here at the VA Medical Center in Minneapolis. So thank you. Congratulations, Tom. We're just about out of time. Thanks for listening to this edition of Minnesota Military Radio. I'd like to thank our guests for joining us this week, Director Pat Kelly from the Minneapolis VA Healthcare System, Executive Director Kim Graves from the Veterans Benefit Administration, VA Secretary Dennis McDonough, and finally, Minnesota's Adjutant General, Major General Sean Mankey. Thank you for joining us to celebrate our 700th show. Please join us next week for another edition of Minnesota Military Radio on this station or online anytime at minnesotamilitaryradio.com. I'm Tom Lyons, and I hope that you make a difference in someone's life this week. Minnesota Military Radio is a production of iHeartMedia, the Minnesota Department of Veterans Affairs, the Minneapolis VA, Beyond the Yellow Ribbon, and the Minnesota National Guard. Your host is Tom Lyons, founder and owner of Phelan Partners Limited, a merger and acquisition advisory firm. Tom is a life member of the American Legion, VFW, Vietnam Veterans of America, and the DAV. For podcasts and the latest updates, follow us at Minnesota. Go to militaryradio.com.